we will be starting shortly hi good evening shavi how are you doing good evening sir good evening i'm fine what about you i'm good as well are we all set okay. to start yes sir all set right do you want to wait for a minute or two or shall i start of course of course we can wait for the 30 seconds and then we'll be starting okay sure sir welcome everyone am i visible and audible yes sir perfect right so how have you been sir uh i've been good how about you at least now i i, I can say i'm in a better shape well. <laughs> and share. it's good to hear sir same thing okay i think we should start now of course so good evening everyone i am chavi vijay and i'm going to be your host for the evening uh, i'm currently pursuing my bachelor's degree in physiotherapy from jaipur national university and i am here as a representative of our team helopedia so our theme for this talk show is post covid rehabilitation does it seem fit that the first topic of discussion should be the need for rehabilitation and for that we have dr himanshu mathur with us to enlighten us on this very subject welcome sir thank you uh, it's really been a honor to share my views on the topic Uh, although I have been a sufferer, or you can say I have been a survivor for the COVID-19 this year, uh, so it becomes really special to share my views regarding what all I have uh, seen and uh, what I've uh, I have uh, came through. So we can start off with the things. Actually, sir, although, that's what uh, that's what is our uh, theme as well. That we want uh, the natural survivor, so that the more people can reach to us and the message we want to deliver. can can be spread uh, spread in a very uh, natural way that's why we want such kind of people as the guest for our show yes it actually the topic itself uh, is a question uh, if you can uh, write down your topic and just apply a question mark at the end need for rehabilitation in physiotherapy you can talk like is there a need of rehabilitation in physiotherapy yeah. so i'll say yes about it and definitely we'll uh, have a detailed conversation regarding this uh, in uh, with the coming questions before that sir i would like to introduce you to our audience so dr himanshu mathur is an assistant professor at the institute of medical science and research center at jaipur national university he holds the masters in physiotherapy and has a specialization in musculoskeletal and orthopedic conditions or uh, he is a renowned speaker at many national and international fora along with that he also holds the position of chief educator chief physiotherapist and the director of jaipur rehab online education and jaipur rehab physiotherapy center being a founding member of the physio uh, youth brigade the uvas 
he is been a core organizing member of many national and international conferences he is the recipient of several awards at academic and clinical level along with that he runs a very successful youtube channel that is the jaipur rehab and in addition to all of this he has also uh, authored a book titled home management of work related pains and the list goes on and on so oh, welcome sir thank you thank you so much for such a uh, long introduction i don't think i deserve this much <laughs> or not but uh, thank you so much no actually sir you did <laughs> thank you so um i would like to uh, tell our audience that they can also leave the re- regarding the co- related questions regarding our today's topic into the comment box and we will take them into the end of the discussion sir my first question to you uh, will be that in what dimensions or domains can a rehabilitation care model works right if we talk in the context of rehabilitation the fora the global fora of rehabilitation has just moved from rehabilitation of impairments to rehabilitation of impairments in various sectors there are a uh, what you can say a cluster of wise men uh, in the uh, in the in the whole world who term it uh, as a biopsychosocial model of rehabilitation not only in rehabilitation biopsychosocial model is applicable in every fraternity every department even if you go to a physician even if you see you must have seen a lot of uh, doctors who are working in covid they used to dance uh, within uh, the icus they used to talk to people they used to sing they are playing guitars what is this they are working on to the psychosocial module so that is what i want to bring it forward first of all the basic uh, thing what uh, i have experienced it and i've seen a lot of uh, masses experiencing it is the anxiety and panic which is very often associated with uh, covid-19 so whenever you are anybody who is suffering covid-19 is suffering from panic is suffering from anxiety so this is something i uh, want that you must work on psychological module also you must work on the social module also you must uh, spread awareness that it's a curable disease you know one very beautiful fact about it more than 85% of people who are suffering or who are infected with covid-19 doesn't require hospitalization or any assistance of the hospital they can just they have mild or no symptoms out of that all those people who are recovering currently in rajasthan or in india if we talk about we have a recovery rate of more than 92% so these are certain things see if you can say if the the recovery rate is 92% if the uh, 85% people are getting well at home we are just afraid of 15% people who uh, require assistance of the hospital or uh, the 8% people who have uh, lesser recovery rate so the havoc which has been created in the minds we have to fight that and we can fight with uh, addressing the psychosocial component of it if we can counsel the patient well if we can spread awareness that it uh, this is a condition where you can get well keeping yourself at home keeping yourself with uh, certain necessary precautions so that's uh, quite enough coming out of the uh, uh, the domains of uh, the rehabilitation you need to see the impairments not only for those people who are positive uh, with covid-19 for all those people who have suffered covid-19 or all those people who are into a post covid phase uh, uh, so you need to have uh, the so, uh, biopsychosocial 
uh, we can say rehabilitation in that context also. There are certain people right now also there is a havoc created with mucormycosis, right? So everybody who is getting COVID nineteen is afraid of mucormycosis. All the post COVID patients, so people don't know that when a patient, when a person can be uh, uh, affected or infected with uh, mucormycosis, right? So you need to spread awareness so that you can uh, judge or even address the psychological component and definitely you can counsel one on one. Address the psychological component, and of course, we are working definitely very hard from since last year on to the biological component. That we are dealing into breathing exercises and a lot of other things that we'll be discussing in uh, uh, further part of the this session. I hope I'm clear with the question. Sir, you, yes, sir. As you mentioned, the biosocial psychological event. So there has been a lot of conditions before as well. where this model has to be used but it has only come into existence or more empowered right now in the case of covid-19 so what do you think is the basic difference uh, in between the rehabilitation protocols for covid-19 as opposed to other conditions see uh, i i don't agree with the uh, thought that you delivered for no it's nothing that it has been empowered with covid-19 it was there in the world before as well it was there with rehabilitation domain it was there with the orthopedic domain neurological domain everything like that yes people have started to know it now or the masses are uh, getting aware about it now because the thing is spreading like air right that that's why things uh, this has become a pandemic right that is the reason why we have started to know about all these things coming on to the other question that what is the difference between rehabilitation of this particular condition and the other uh, conditions the number one thing is see uh, there are certain conditions certain pulmonary conditions which are being treated as we uh, you, uh, we are treating the covid 19 there have been a lot of studies uh, previously i have uh, gone through a study which was performed in germany and this suggests that there is no requirement of physiotherapy in active covid patients but again i fail to uh, agree with those things because yes uh, there is a lack of compliance in the lung parenchyma and what we need to do here is we just have to increase flexibility to the lung parenchyma and we have to prevent it uh, from going into fibrosis okay ideally what i have seen people uh, in their uh, reels in their status there are a lot of videos going on with indian physios and the physios outside the country they are directly going into not uh, examining it and going for uh, heavy percussions uh, onto the chest i would like to bring it to your own uh, your your considerations everybody who's listening it to me right now that in most of the cases even if it's a post covid or even if it's a covid pneumonia you do not require any sort of uh, percussion or department techniques what you need is you need uh, thoracic expansion things The, and the major thumb rule and principle that you require here is you need to reduce the work of breathing you have to make the breathing effortless here the breathing is becoming effortful what you are doing is the patients are using their accessory muscles early fatigue ability is there right so we need to emphasize on to that you need to increase the lung volumes you need to increase the thoracic expansion exercises and a lot of things related to that but definitely for those patients who don't have uh, uh, accumulation of secretions i don't agree uh, with the usage of percussion or department techniques uh, 
since we are talking about the pulmonary thing then my next question would be what will be the complications arise if not a proper rehabilitation plan is practiced or uh, used see uh what i have seen in now i'll uh, take it towards a post covid phase because uh while the patient is uh, uh, an active uh, covid positive the patient is usually under a very serious clinical uh, hospital guidance where they usually save the patient the most of the people uh, who are even getting serious if they don't have any associated symptoms they are getting saved uh, with the hospital administration and management so the patients who are discharged from the hospital have uh, things like atelectasis uh, lung collapse or reduced air entry in different segments of the lung there the role of physiotherapy is actually accentuated so you need to have a very uh, phenomenal role of rehabilitation which eventually again i would say the goal would be to reduce the work of breathing and induce air entry in all those segments which are deprived of air right so you need to uh, take that into account coming on to the other aspect what people are not looking today see there are a lot of people who are uh, doing things related to uh, covid post covid management and things like that and i've seen a lot of them how different uh, we can we uh, can make this discussion is i have seen a lot of people who are talking about post covid ailments post covid complications there is a very less number of population who is talking about extra pulmonary complications and extra pulmonary uh, symptoms related to covid it could be an active covid patient it could be an a post covid patient it's to your surprise let me tell you there are there are there are quite a many uh, musculoskeletal compliances musculoskeletal uh, complications related to covid and post covid also even i have uh, had a lot of back pain uh, during covid also before covid also at the onset of covid also during covid also and after covid also there is a significant reduction in the muscle mass there is a significant reduction in the uh, mobility of the thoracic spine there could be uh, a significant stiffness in the calf muscles uh, as well it could be attributed to lack of mobility during the 14 15 days of post covid or especially those people who are requiring hospitalization so you can say that it could be a hospital induced or immobilization induced muscle atrophy or weakness yes definitely it could be attributed to that and those people who have been uh, bedridden for a long time during the active covid phase and in post covid phase they have symptoms or complications related to immobilizations also if you are uh, as a patient is a, a, an old individual is a deprived immunocompromised patient a relatively weaker patient so the patient might develop bed sores uh, which is a you know, complication of bedriddenness the patient might have a thromboembolism because of lack of sleep Uh, all those people who are having increased d dimer so d dimer is a test which tells you about the coagulability of the blood and if with raised d dimer if you are keeping the patient less mobile immobile that eventually again uh, favors the formation of uh, uh, thrombosis which eventually get, might get converted into an embolism it uh, it might let uh, let you to have a, a thromb thromboembolism it might let you to have uh, an embolism which uh, get uh, lodged into any small capillary of your brain which uh, might lead to uh, stroke it can go on to your coronary arteries get lodged over there uh, a small vessel it might lead to myocardial infarction so things like that must be taken into account that there are some associated symptoms with immobilization because of covid 
it's not covid which is doing this it's the associated things which are doing this i hope i'm clear with my answer yes sir so as you mentioned earlier that majority of the population gets cured at home only and a very less of them requires a proper intensive care and hospitalization so my next question will be that what is exactly the difference between an inpatient and outpatient rehabilitation plan extreme extreme see uh, the person who has mild symptoms doesn't require a hospitalization they need to have thoracic expansion or uh, uh, what you can say uh, the breathing deep breathing sort of exercise at home to maintain the status right all those patients as i told you in the last answer only all those patients who are in a deprived situation all those patients who are uh, into hospitalization all those patients who are having prolonged immobilization need to get rehabilitated for the associated things also you don't need to have patients with um, peripheral pooling of blood you don't need to have them uh, pedal and palmar edema you don't need to have uh, developed with a uh, thromboembolism right so there are certain things and obviously all those patients who are uh, bedridden for a long time obviously develops a lack of uh, air entry in their lungs so you need to address all of them and of course prevention of the complications associated with bedridden you need to encounter that for those people who are in patients and who have longer hospitalization periods right so sir by far we have established that what is the importance of rehabilitation and why it is so important but what i want you to address is that uh, when i was researching about it i i found out that maximum number of population as in about 70 to 75% of population don't go for any of the post covid rehabilitation plan so what do you think is the lacking factor behind this uh, situation again i would go on to my first answer bio psychosocial component we are treating bio we are we have started treating the psycho uh, psychological component we are still to treat the social component the best example of lack of awareness is that today is the second day that rajasthan is having a partial unlock and you can see the markets are flooded with people so this is the thing we are where we are lacking social awareness so if people don't know people don't know the importance of using spirometry although i can say that because the clinicians or consultants like us we are probably uh, unable or we are a failure that we are not able to reach out to people to tell them how important is it with this platform with this social platform with my words i am telling this to everybody who's listening to me even if you have mild symptoms even if you have recovered with home quarantine do practice uh, this particular spirometry at least four to five uh, five times per day even if you are recovered do it at least for one month you can although literature suggests that you need to do it for uh, coming six weeks the uh, six uh, sorry three months i'm sorry so 12 weeks i'm sorry so for coming 3 months you have to practice this particular thing but still at least if you are uh, compliable enough you have started working you are walking you are running you are going upstairs and downstairs so still you need to have people you need to know that it is important to go for a spirometer or a spirometry because during the quarantine period also your most of the time was on to bed was uh, while resting or lack of activity was there right 
if it was a lack of activity period if it was a bedridden period the lung usually gets deficient of oxygen and the lung volume in fact i would uh, like to mention it reduces in those people also and because of uh, immobility and more rest you have many of these spinal segments which undergo hypomobility and let me tell you one thing whenever the thoracic spine undergo hypomobility it significantly affect the thoracic expansion and if the thoracic expansion is affected eventually your uh, air entry in the lungs are also getting affected so you need to take all these things into account for those people also who have had mild symptoms right uh, sir i'm sure that most of the people watching are from uh, physiotherapist community so i want to know what is your uh, message towards them that what we uh, we can do right now uh, to help in this situation because i'm sure most of us are stuck at home so we don't know how can we participate to help the people around but we really want to so what is your message to us that what can we really do regarding this see uh first of all what all you are doing is the best way uh spread awareness on social media but before that i always have told you people also and everybody who has came in my uh, my contact to know about the thing first you first know what is covid 19 or what is a coronavirus or what is covid infection if you know what is covid infection you will be better able to communicate it to people once you start knowing what is covid infection how to behave in covid infection how to prevent this particular infection you will be relatively less uh, anxious i would say and this is the thumb rule in this phase this has been the second year and still we have grown up in anxiety the last year we were very anxious this year we we are more anxious with more number of population being being affected in india last year we had 1 lakh population per day this time we have uh, faced uh, say 4 lakh people uh, working uh, uh, having infected in one day so we are going from worse or we are going towards the worst so the best part that you can do is first understand what the situation is understand what this disease is understand how we can come out of it or prevent it and then spread awareness number 1 number 2 a lot of things i have seen in this phase uh, with very close people also of mine um, uh, i won't don't uh, like to mention it here but of course i have seen it very closely that what life actually means about see life is very unpredictable in any way so what i have experienced and practiced in this phase until now i am doing it i just want to give this message to everybody although you could be physiotherapist although you could be doctors although you could be practicing uh, post covid or active uh, covid physiotherapy or any uh, other clinical services you are doing at the base level you are a human being and the speciality of indian human beings is that we hold the hands of each other whenever we require each other right although i before 5 years i used to say people that people are the problem of people yes i stand by this statement even till now people are the problem of people but people are also the solution of people solution. getting falling down and not getting up is a problem falling down is good getting up with more vigor holding others hand to get up is more enthusiastic approach towards getting a solution of problems like this pandemic right so hold hands help out uh, help people it's not required that you need to go out on roads uh, to help uh, people out 
so you can uh, call a few people you can arrange for resources you can help people there are certain students of mine there are certain friends of yours who are uh, very actively working in this particular uh, domain we along with those uh, students those uh, people uh, we have uh, successfully have helped more than 50 60 people in this covid phase who were not getting hospitals who were not getting oxygen supplies who were not getting ventilator beds who were not getting icu beds who were not getting um, drugs uh, at time and ambulances at time home uh, oxygen supplies at time so we had tried i never went out i when i was on my sixth day uh, i realized that uh, holding hands and helping each other would do uh, otherwise nothing would do so on my sixth day of active uh, when i was covid active uh, positive i started this thing and started helping people and kehte na hum chale the jan kya kya kehte hain wo akele and log milte gaye aur karma banta gaya so karma vaakai banta gaya part about having a conversation with you that you get the information the knowledge and then the motivation as well um i hope i'm able to convey uh, with us um since it is not वैसे तो it is not a part of our discussion but uh, we have drifted the uh, the topic of discussion towards the awareness as well so yeah. do all the covid-19 positive patients need to be worried about the black fungus uh, not really current, uh, your current reel also address the same yes yes i have made a reel because of that only again the hmm. Uh, the level of anxiety was shifted from active covid to mucormycosis or black fungus see if you have had home quarantine if you are not immunocompromised if you don't have any associated symptoms if you don't have any uncontrolled diabetes if you have not faced ventilator for a long time uh, if you are not any on any drugs which are having uh, this immunocompromisation if you have not had any higher dosage of steroid for a longer time you don't need to be afraid of any sort of black fungus see black fungus is a is nothing new about it even the last year we have had cases of black fungus uh, you have seen onions right have you seen onions if you just peel off onion you you must might have seen a black line within the onions right multiple black lines within onions which you can just uh, when you rub it it comes off on your finger that is what is black fungus black fungus has been existing since ages so black fungus is nothing or mycormycosis is nothing new for the world so it's just the uh, another infection which is associated with uh, this particular bedriddenness and immunocompromisation so need not to worry so i think we have come towards the end of our discussion and um, is there any last message you want to deliver to all of us I already delivered the last message I would just like to say hold hands of people if you can by your messages by your social awareness can reduce anxiety within people that would be the greatest thing stop considering people who are positive they are not untouchables right you can okay there there was a query uh, uh, for me that uh, uh, there were three people in the house one was a young lady and two were old people uh the young lady was covid positive the old people were not so they always wanted to ask that can we uh who, who what about the cooking of the food because we cannot order it uh from outside always so i mentioned it she is not untouchable she can go if she is even if she is covid positive she can go inside the kitchen can cook food take her food come back to her own room take 15 20 minutes and then the old people can go inside and have food 
or the other young people also who are non uh, who are covid negative they can go inside and can uh, have the food if the condition of the patient allows usually the condition doesn't allow and we require uh, ask people to have uh, rest more so they can do that right so always mention into that reduce this have a reduce anxiety of this covid 19 and of course uh, we must must miss from the last year the government there are a lot of people who are pronouncing it please don't create crowd please don't go on to crowded places still it's us we are not understanding thing and i from this social platform i would like to tell it to you everybody all those who are listening to me all those who will be listening to this particular uh, live one important thing towards everything is if you are gathering at one side if still you are not understanding the gravity the grave importance of this particular precaution there will be a third wave very uh, in a in a very near future i want to tell it to you right if still we were asked to open because of the economic crisis that we were, the the country was facing so that's why a partial uh, lockdown open was done that doesn't mean that you go for a huge masses to get to be gathered at one place so that's really one thing we need to uh, consider students also who are uh, meeting at certain places please don't do that right all those uh, people who are fighting uh, inside the covid um, uh, what you can say wards in icu wearing that uh, uh, very heavy uh, pp kit it's not easy to wear them for uh, even 15 minutes they are wearing it for 3 hours 6 hours 8 hours so it's really not easy please have some pity on them and of course i have seen with certain news that we are getting from last week that people uh, who are treating in covid if they are unable to save the individual they are being beaten up by the uh, attendants please don't do that they are also human beings and uh, we need to respect uh, everybody who is uh, working to save the humanity in this case because we are not doing that right so i think i'm clear with my message also yes so i hope this session would have been helpful to everyone who is watching thank you sir uh, for enlightening us and uh, and it really means a lot and i would like to uh, uh, mention jaipur physiotherapy network for providing us the platform to spread this awareness and a special mention to ask your physio and kinesis rehab uh, for mentoring us and guiding us throughout all of this so thank you sir thank you and thank you everyone for joining in